Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Be The Light Now Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio and IPMNation.com. Sometimes when I wake up and I'm wondering how my life would have been if I didn't sing. I get a little stressed out every now and then. The problems come and problems go when I'm around here. Blessed in the morning, blessed in the evening. And again, I realize the reason why I sing. We have so much of the best of the best. We're bringing it to you two shows, seven days a week. So what are you waiting for? The lines are open. Give us a call at 347-539-5349. You have the questions, we have the answers. Bringing you the best that the psychic paranormal world has to offer. Only available here on Be The Light Now Radio Network. Proudly sponsored by TheMysticStore.biz for all your metaphysical and spiritual shopping needs. That's TheMysticStore.biz. are for entertainment purposes only. They are not, and I repeat, not meant to replace any legal advice as well as replace any medical advice and or treatments. If you are in need of any legal advice or medical diagnosis, please seek the help of a licensed professional in your area. And now if you're ready, it's showtime. Oh, good evening everybody. It is... What's today's date anyways? Oh my god, I'm so lost and confused. It's July 22nd, 2014. You're listening to Be The Late Now Radio and I'm your host, Reverend Michael. And a card goes wild. It goes crazy. Well, you know, part of us have been crazy anyways. Poor me and Arlene this week. It's been nuts for both of us. If it hasn't been uh, issues with me, it's been issues with her and it's okay because we finally got them straightened out. So the heck with it. It's showtime. Um, no, I, uh, I want to thank everybody too for the prayers and the well wishes and everything else with, uh, Louis being in the hospital. Um, he's fine. He's at home. He's sleeping. Um, uh, still not sure exactly what happened, but brought him in and he was anemic and his white blood cells were down to critical. 
Uh, so they did a transfusion. Um, blood cultures came back that there was something growing, but they think that it could have been a normal contamination that happened sometimes. Uh, so they weren't quite sure, but they do know that he his white cells were down low and red cells were low, so they gave him stuff to take care of all of that. And then I had to deal with legal issues. Uh, gave him the wrong medication twice. So I was like, okay, once I could see happening, but in this day uh, and age of computers and double-checking and triple-checking and everything else, how in the world can you do it twice? Well, come to find out, uh, they had the labels out and packaging for one med, but they had another med out, and it, it was an HIV med. It was Presista. And I'm like, okay, I can see if you had a drug next to it, like Prozac out, containers close together. This one was started with an S, and it's given to go ahead and take phosphates out of people who are on dialysis. So I was like, that's way down there somewhere. I said, how in the world can you repackage with the wrong label? So they says, well, we grabbed the packaging out, and these meds were just laying around. And I'm like, uh, one, that's really poor quality control. I said, and two, just having meds just hanging out there with no label on them? How do you even know what it is now? So, um, so yeah, needless to say, I was not happy with that. Not happy where all of a sudden, you know, we're in there for a day or two. Not once did anyone ask me if I had power of attorney or healthcare surrogate. Not once did they ask Louie if it was okay to go ahead and talk in front of me. But the minute I go ahead and say, uh, okay, I want to talk to someone about how you could screw up medication. Oh, do you have power of attorney, healthcare surrogate? I went off. I was like, don't even go there. Nobody asked me the past two days. I said, now that I'm going to complain and ask about his health care because you all screwed up. You all want to go ahead and quote the law? I said, no, 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 no. You're not even going to go there with me. So um, needless to say, it was a crazy couple of days. I yelled at them, and I said, I don't want to hear it. And I said, if you want to go ahead and quote the law, I said, the next person that walks in there, I said, and does not ask if they can go ahead and talk in front of Louie or ask who I am, I said, you're really going to be in trouble. Because I will file a complaint. And I am, because not even 10 minutes later, a heart doctor walked in, said, oh, Mr. Russell, and started talking to him. Said hi to me. Louis didn't say who I was or anything else. I didn't say nothing because he was um, just talking. He goes, yeah, we're going to go ahead and do a stress test on you if that's okay. And Louis's like, yeah, that's fine. So he's talking about what treatment they're going to do, and he went to leave, and he had an assistant there with him. They were all talking about doing a stress test because Louis had an irregular heart rhythm. So I asked him what his name was. I said, thank you. Went up to the front, saw the nursing supervisor. I said, I want an admin now. I said, I warned you all. I said, I'm not going to be nice. Just what happened? So the doctor just walked in and started talking about Louis' health care. I said, I have no idea who in the heck he was. Never saw him before nothing. I said, and didn't even ask if he could talk in front of me. I said, so you all want to claim the law, and you all want to claim HIPAA, and ask me if I have the right to be there? I said, then you're going to make sure that every one of your staff members is going to follow that law to a T. So after that, people came in only who had been in there before, and if they didn't, they were asking. They were bending over backwards, and I was like, told him, too, is that we had one nurse in there, 
that first day when I had to talk to the admins. And she's like, oh, Mr. Russell, can we talk in front of him? And he goes, yeah, he's got power of attorney, health care surrogate. He's also my husband. Oh, are you legally married? I was like, what does that have to do with talking about his health care? Well, I want to know how to go ahead and address you. I was like, okay, you're going to address me as ma'am? So, you know, I don't know if she was trying to be respectful or not, but just the way the look on her face, you know, they have that look when they really don't like the idea of same-sex couples because, you know, they got that disgusting look where it's like, ugh. So I got nursing supervisor. I said, I want another nurse. She goes, well, I don't know. I said, I don't want to hear you. I don't know. I've invoked healthcare surrogate and power of attorney at this point because of all the meds he's on. I said, you are getting another nurse. I said, I don't want to hear it. So they got another nurse who happens to remember us. And she goes, you guys are so sweet. I said, oh, good. We got a good nurse. But anyways, uh, you know, stand your ground. Anything else, make sure you've got that power of attorney. You've got that healthcare surrogate form. You start questioning. You start asking things when something doesn't seem right. And stand your ground. File those complaints because, you know, if they're going to go ahead and start giving you a hard time, give it back. Don't go ahead and be like, oh, well, okay. No. Because when... I asked, and they started asking about healthcare surrogate, and I'm in the system, and I'm the one who signed Louie in. And the one nurse that night says, oh, they'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm not talking to you tonight. That's a violation of the law at any cost for anything. So, uh, you know, stand your ground. I mean, I'm, it's just getting ridiculous and, and getting tiring to do it constantly every time Louie goes in. Uh, you know, and, and right off the bat, we tell him, yes, I could talk to him. Yes, I have that. So, uh, and it's not the first time And I told the administrator, I said, I know you're a very Christian-based hospital. I said, but, um, you know, you know me. I'm in the system. I says, and if you're going to go ahead and, and quote the law, I said, don't go ahead and pick and choose when you're going to go ahead and enforce it. I said, you need to go ahead and do it from day one whenever every patient comes in here. Um, so, you know, maybe I'm to help teach them or something. I don't know. Because, you know, I see it all the time when we're in there. We go into the emergency room and... Um, I'm sitting there with my papers in hand, and I'm like, okay, I'm his healthcare surrogate and power of attorney. Well, you can go back there when we feel that he's ready to. And a few minutes later, a wife comes in. My husband was just brought in by ambulance. I want to go back there and see him. Oh, okay, come on and back. And only then when I raise uh, concerns, and I'm like, no, you let somebody else go in there because she says she's his wife, brought in by ambulance. I said, my husband was brought in by ambulance. I said, and I've got power of attorney and healthcare surrogate, and I'm sitting out here for an hour. Oh, we're sorry. We didn't know. I said, yeah, good excuse. So, you know, always stand your ground no matter what. No matter what country you live in or anything else. I know the laws are all different everywhere. Stand your ground. Um, don't take no for an answer. When you see something not going correctly and you're not happy about it, be a royal pain in people's behinds because those people who have the ones complaining, you see them in the hospitals all the time. It's like, wow, they're being a real SOB. Those are the ones who go ahead and don't have any mistakes in their health care. Those are the ones who get things done, uh, you know, correctly. Because mistakes do happen. And if you don't squawk and you don't complain, then things get pushed aside a little bit and, you know, they don't get done. So, um, you know, another real quickly, because I know we've got a short show, Louis was in intensive care, had soiled himself, and he was on a ventilator. And the nurse asked me, do you have power of attorney? I said, yes, I do. 
Oh, well, where? I said, it's in the system. She took 15 minutes of letting him sit in soiled sheets before she's like, oh, okay. I said, good. I said, now do your damn job. Go clean him up and out there. I said, I want the administrator now. Why? I said, because you didn't need power of attorney or health care to go ahead and change the sheets and clean him, especially when he's on a ventilator. That's how bed sores happen. That's how things happen. So you need to speak up. You need to take control of your health care or anyone else's that you're in charge of. Because if you don't, nobody else will. You know, in this day and age of, oh, well, we didn't know. No excuse. I don't, I don't uh, stand for any of that. And um, neither should you. But we have with us a phenomenal show. Uh, Roku Channel is... Um, is in a testing phase, so hopefully this week uh, Roku will be like, okay, no issues yet. They sent me like last week. They said, oh, um, you know, you're in testing. Takes about two weeks, so it should be all uh, all finalized. We got the live video stream going um, for the chapel feed. I got to go reset the computer, so I don't know why I have to keep on doing that, but um, I guess it goofs up with the stream. Be doing some other live streaming from there as well. Lots of information going up on there. Lots of changes going on. Um, I believe in September, if you're local, we're putting together a local health fair. We're going to have the health department there doing testing, other um, health care providers, other you know groups from the community um, talking about different things um, for your health. We'll have some you know, alternative uh, healers out there, some Reiki uh, masters, different things. So it's going to be kind of interesting. It's just a way to go ahead and help out the community, go ahead and give back, and also get the word out there for us. So lots of great changes. We have a meetup group now as well, lots of, uh, lots of activities going on. So check out the website, BeTheLikeChapel.com, and if you have Roku and you're like, ooh, I, you know, I want to know more about it, go to our new website, BeTheLikeSpiritualNetwork.com. You see at the bottom where it says, you know, if you have Roku, come here. If you don't have it and you'd like to see what it's all about, go ahead and click down further. And there's uh, an introduction fee where it's like a dollar. We can go ahead and get a whole day of access. Um, and then it's like $5 for the month. And you get unlimited access. You get the live video feeds. You get all the fresh content, the whole bit that's available on the Roku. Um, so you can go ahead and check that out as well on there because we, we're making it available uh, in both places. So lots of good changes uh, are in store. I'm excited about it. We have some other new people coming on board. So, and if you are in the area, if you're in the Tampa Bay area, don't forget this Friday night, the one and only Reverend Ron Bates and his mom. I keep forgetting her name. She's such a sweetheart. They're going to be joining us over at the center. They're going to be doing some uh, angel readings and letting you know which angels are, what they have to say, any messages, and a few lucky people. We're going to get one-on-one messages from his mom. She's going to go ahead and take you into the back room area and uh, do a little one-on-one reading. So you're basically getting two readers for the price of one which is kind of unheard of in this day and age. And if you go ahead and, uh, you know, check it out, tell your friends, hey, let's go check out Ron over there and and see what's going on, because the angels have a lot to say for a lot of people lately. So it's going to be a very interesting evening. I'm looking forward to to seeing Ron over there again. And... uh, So it's going to be, uh, like I said, going to be interesting. Lots of good changes in store. Some crazy times going on. Some crazy energies. So hang in there. Um, 
getting messaged on um, Facebook there real quick. So because, you know, it's late night over here, but it's early afternoon where our next guest is because it's none other than the wonderful, the beautiful, all the way from down under. It's none other than the clairvoyant Cat Edwards. Welcome back, Cat. Thanks for having me again. It's really great to be here. Uh, it's always fun. How have you been? Oh, I've been good, thank you. Um, we've been enduring our winter, which by Missouri standards is probably more like early summer. <laughs> so, but uh, yes, it started to get cold here, so we've been enduring that and um, having lots of soup. And oh, yeah, that's always good. Meals. Yes. Yeah. But um, it's quite a nice day, though, so it's not too cold today. So you've had that's your what, wars? Oh, yeah. It's been uh, been hot over here lately. Is it? Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd love to come and see Florida. I've got a cousin who lives in Florida. Oh, you'd and, love it, I'm uh, sure. Oh, Yes. Yes, well, it is. It is a plan. I don't know when it will happen, but it is a plan. So, one well, day soon. Because you've got the little one with you. Yes. Well, we might be adding to that. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I thought you said you were all done, uh, my dear. I thought I was too. A couple of months ago, you and your. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You said to me on the air, oh, haven't you had that surprise baby? And I went, oh, no, what? (laughs) Well, surprise. Yay! (laughs) Wow. The pregnancy predictor. (laughs) (laughs) I forget that, Michael. He he knew. He knew before me. Dang. I hate when that happens. Wow, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. Yes, thank you. So we'll have awesome. A, we'll have another little one in January. I know. Oh, well, that's going to be busy. <laughs> it's going to be very busy. So, so you're hoping for a boy this time? or? Oh, no, I'd love another girl. Oh, okay. I've got so we'll see what we can do for you. Oh, okay, well... Yeah, you brew that girl up for me. <laughs> you talk, you talk to the the fetus. I think the gender's assigned by now, though. I think I'm yeah, 14 weeks today, so I think the gender is well and truly assigned by now. So yeah, yeah I'll, I'll wait. You know, I'll leave it. Uh, you know, I'll leave it to you. I won't tell you. You know what I see. You know what you're going to be having. Oh, oh no, that's all right. I'm happy for people to make predictions, and we we'll just okay. see. And you can, well, your you little can girl get... will be the only girl in the family. Oh, you think it's going to be a boy? Yeah, that's what I was getting mm. before, too. Mm. I have a little bit of a feeling it's going to be a boy as well, actually. Um, it just feels different than the last one. I don't know how yeah, to well, explain it. Yeah, it, yeah, it is one of those. Because, um, like I said, a friend of mine, when I told her she was going to have a girl and a boy, she goes, oh, no, no I'm done. And she had the girl, and I said, well, you're ready for that little boy now. She goes, no. And then she's like, when she found out she was pregnant, she's like, yeah, I think I am having that boy. I said, why? She goes, it just feels different. Yeah. Yeah, it just has a different energy to it. So, anyway. (laughs) 
you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't tell you you're going to have any more after this one. No, oh, I'm not. I'm getting a tubes tied. I'm not having any more. I've had enough. I'm too old. I don't want to have any more after this. That, that's what the uh, the friend of mine said. She goes, oh, no, no. I said, are you sure about that? She goes, oh, yeah. Not only did I get myself fixed, she goes, so did he. I said, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's the plan. <laughs> yep. She, she said, oh, no, no, no. She goes, I've already been fixed, and this shouldn't have happened. She goes, he's getting himself fixed. I said, uh-oh. So, yep. yeah, he got himself uh, all taken care of. So she goes, if it happens again, she goes, ah, I'm going to hunt you down. I said, oh, no, don't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I might have to agree with her there. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, she she's no, you know, hasn't had any more, and I'm like, nope, that's it. You're just gonna have those two surprises. So. Oh yes, yes. Well, Avalon was um, arranged for. You know, she we we expected to have her, but we weren't uh, expecting any more. And then I go on the radio with you, and you say, oh. I, was was Avalon the surprise baby, or are you you're gonna have a surprise baby? Like no, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, not having any more. And then I think it was that week. <laughs> oh no, I'm not pregnant. I'm not. <laughs> sure enough, two tests later. Oh yes, I am. Damn. Okay. All right, we're doing this. <laughs> uh, well, that's always good. Yeah. So, yeah, it's one of those where it's like. It, so no wonder my ears have been ringing like crazy in that and she's like, you know, probably saying, "Oh, long, I'm going to get Michael. I'm going to get him. That's it." You know, <laughs> he 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 brought it up. He made it happen. It's like, oh no, yeah. I'm going to have all I'm going to have women calling me up all the time. Michael, do you see me getting pregnant? <laughs> you know, you seem to be able to say when it happens, and it happens. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> I give immaculate conceptions. Yes. Yeah, well, all these people who are desperate to have babies are going to start knocking on your door. Tell me, tell me it's going to happen. <laughs> I know. I've, I, I, I've got one friend of mine. I used to work with her, and um, she's always like, she's, okay, am I pregnant? Am I pregnant? I said, do you really want to know? And she's like, yeah. I said, oh, no. And she's calling up, and she's like, no, I'm not. I said, oh, well, I'm sorry. So she doesn't call me anymore. Oh. So. Yeah, she's like, she goes, I've given up. I said, that's when it's going to happen is when you finally do give up. But every once in a while, she'll call up and she goes, it hasn't happened yet. I said, I know. I said, it will in time. I said, give it time. I said, when you least expect it. Yeah. There's so, no right time to have a baby. They, nope. they just but have she's to had some in. female issues. So I said, you know, that's got to totally heal and, and all. I said, but, you know, I said, it'll happen when it happens. Yeah, that's it. There's not much else you can do. You just have to go through with the flow. And there's people like me who are incredibly fertile and don't even try. <laughs> yep. So uh, we're going to be working you real busy then until uh, until November, December? Yeah. Well, the baby's due on the 21st of January. So I worked up to 39 weeks with Avalon when I was pregnant with her. So... Um, hopefully my, my brain will still be functioning properly because <laughs> uh, I know with my boys I, I stopped being able to think very well after about 37 weeks. It was just um, so much drain on my physical self. So we'll just see maybe it's if it is another boy I might have to stop working at the end of December. But hopefully not. 
Hopefully, hopefully they'll uh, you know he'll allow you to um, to go ahead and keep on working. Yeah, well, it's what I love to do, and it's frustrating not being able to do it. Um, but at the same time, when you have to go on maternity leave, you have to you got to look after yeah. yourself and your little yeah, ones. So. Yeah, that's the important thing because everybody else will wait. Yeah. So, well, how can we uh, manage to get everyone to contact you to put you to work? Well, I'm at catedwardsclairvoyant.com and cat spelt with a C. And you can also find me on Facebook at Cat Edwards Spiritual Coach and Mentor. And also just uh, pump in my name, Cat Edwards, and you can friend me. Cool. Well, do you want to go ahead and start taking a couple of calls, see who we can help tonight? Yeah, let's do that. Let's see who okay. we can help. Let's see what we can do for Karen in California. Hi, Karen. Hi. Hi, Michael. Hi, Kat. Hi. How can we How help can you? I help you? Oh, uh, is it possible to just get, you know, a general reading or anything that Kat wants to focus in on? Um, do, you prefer... Do, you prefer to- you do prefer a topic? Yeah, yeah, because it's, you know, limited time that I've got with you, if you can focus in on a subject, then I find it much easier to get through some information for you. Okay, you're clairvoyant. Okay. Do you do any mediumship also? Uh, yes, I, I do. If if is it is what the other person wants, the deceased person wants, yes. Uh, is so it is there someone you'd like to connect to? My mother? What's her name and age when she passed? Her name was Val and she was 98. Well, that's a nice ripe old age. Yes, it sure was. Val, 98. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes and center myself. I'll be about two or three seconds and then I'll start speaking and see what I get. Thank you. Do you play the piano, Karen? Or did she play? No, I piano? don't. No. Did she, no, she, did she ever play? No. no. Okay. I, I just had a vision of a person playing the piano. Um, does she ever go to piano recitals? I'm sorry, I have to focus on this. It's just that there's the first thing that I've got to grab the first thing that comes into my mind, and I keep seeing a piano, and I keep I keep feeling like so much enjoyment from the music. And, um, okay, now I'm getting, she feels like you're a very special person and there's things that you've got to sort out and I'm also being, I'm being told that you've felt a bit overcome or overwhelmed of late. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. Um, and she's also saying that you're dreaming. You're dreaming of what may come. Like so, you. She wants you to keep having positive thoughts because you've been letting some bad thoughts into your mind. Are you letting little fears and worries take over your mind sometimes? There's been there's been a lot of anxiety. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So Val really wants you to focus on what make sense to you, um, what is rational for you and those fears and worries, you can't hold on to them if you're uh, working in a, a focus of truth, reason and love. Okay, so she's she's showing me that you're not sleeping very well at night. So at night time, um, if you get a pen and paper and write down all your fears and get them out, 
onto a piece of paper and then you can start writing down all your dreams, all your hopes and dreams and this is where the universe will help manifest that for you because while you're focusing on all your fears, you're creating your fears to come true. But when you, when you change your focus, then you, you, you actually change the future for yourself. So if you can, um, I don't know what you're worrying about, but say, for example, you can't afford to pay a bill. If you keep thinking about how you can't afford to pay that bill, then you'll stay in a situation where you can't afford to pay the bill. But if you start focusing on, I'm going to be able to find the money to pay this bill, I'm going to be able to achieve this, I'm going to get a cash in hand job or I'm going to work somewhere for a couple of days or I'm going to get, I'm going to somehow, somewhere, I'm going to get the money. You're focusing on um, a plan and you just need to ask the universe also to help you with that plan. So is there someone who's quite sick around you? No, not at all. Really? Okay, well, um, I just heard they're quite sick, so I I think that um, there might just be someone who turns up to be a little bit ill and you're going to have to also consider their needs. I don't see it as a long-term illness. I see it as like, um, like a virus, like a... They're showing me like it's, um, oh, what's that, um, kissing one, uh, uh, glandular fever, something like that. Um, so you, you'll have to be careful you don't catch it. But I feel that you'll be around somebody who has an illness because that just flashed into my mind. So I've got to go with what flashes into my mind. And it's around this time that... <clears throat> You're going to struggle to get through, but you will get through and and everything will begin to change. So if you suddenly find that you have to help out with somebody who's a bit ill, know that around that time you'll have to work a bit harder, but everything will begin to fall into place and work out. And it's like you have to make a little bit of sacrifice for some reward as well. So it's going to be some... It's going to be hard, but it's going to be better. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Do you ever go near the water? Yes, I do. Mm. Do you, are you lucky enough to get to the beach every day or or regularly to go for walks? Yeah, regularly. Yeah, um, I I think that you're going to need to do that in order just to clear your mind. And if you can let go of worries and anxieties while you're there, water actually absorbs negative emotions and energies. So if you can find a clean part of the beach where no one's around and just sort of shout it out or just focus on your hurts going into the water and being dissipated by the salty water, it's also going to help to get rid of it. And that's why a lot of people feel more invigorated when they go around water because it actually helps to get rid of a lot of worries and negative energies that they harbour. Um, the the other conclusion that I'm getting uh, is that if you don't move on this and let go of these worries, they're going to manifest into some sort of disease for you. And it feels it does feel like you'll catch that virus or you'll you'll just constantly have a cold or like you'll just be run down. I don't feel like you'll end up with cancer or anything horrid like that. I just feel like you'll just be run down and you'll never feel like you're really well. And it's all psychosomatic. It's all because of the anxiety level that you're harboring. So um, think about that. So Val's with you. 
uh, on an energetic level where she's trying to encourage you to get through this by focusing on the positives all the time. Was she someone who was quite strong, who was able to uh, achieve a lot by getting through things? Very much so. Yeah. So that's the... That's the message that I feel she's really imparting on you is that you can get through this. You can face this challenge and come out the other side and you can do really, really well. Okay? So you knew her and you still know her and draw on the strength that she gives you to make the achievement that you need and that achievement is to get past this. Okay? And I'm just having a picture in my mind then of baking. So um, that always re represents to me about good nutrition. So make sure that you, you give yourself some really good food at the moment too. Okay. Okay, Karen? Uh, yeah. Well, good thank luck. Thank you very much. No worries. Kat, bye, bye Thank you so much. Blessings to you. Thank you. Good night, Karen. Thank you, Michael. Bring on Michelle from Massachusetts. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michael. How are you? We're doing great there. How are you tonight? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. So how can Kat help you? Hi, Kat. I'm wondering Hi. about two guys. One's mm -hmm. named Cliff. The other one's named Brandon. All right. And they love interests? Mm-hmm. Um, and you torn between the two of them? Yep. All right. How old is Cliff? Cliff is 50. And how old is Brandon, please? Brandon's 33. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and what, your age somewhere in the middle of all that? No, I'm actually 51. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. Well, firstly, congratulations. <laughs> There's nothing like a bit of healthy competition for your heart there. Yep. <laughs> um, Cliff's got a few. They're both pretty healthy guys, yeah? Um, I don't know about Cliff, but I know Brandon is. Yeah. I was going to say um, Cliff's got a few niggly issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and has he got a gammy leg? Has he got a bit of a problem with his leg? Because I just see... A skid hobbling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. What do you want to take on? Uh, just just for... Just apart from... Let's just boil it down. Do you want to take on somebody who is struggling with a bit of illness or do you want someone who's much younger than you and who's healthy? There's, well, I guess what I'm, I'm getting at you for you is pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Cliff and I have been back and forth now eight years. Brandon just came into the picture probably early last year. Yeah. We've been talking. But. Mm. Now, Cliff would be... Um, he. I can't see him ever leaving your life if you don't want him to. Okay. And he would, he would want to position himself to be your companion, or okay. to marry you. All right, but um, you know him well enough to know that things don't always work out between us and you obviously you break up and get back together and do you want that yo-yo diet 
that's going on with Cliff. Brandon, I'm sorry, I can't guarantee, I don't see a guarantee of a long-term stable relationship with him. But what I do feel for him is that he's perfect for you to get out of the cycle of up and down with Cliff. Okay. All right. So I, I guess what I'm saying to you is make a decision whether or not you want Cliff in your life as a lover because you take on the responsibility of a man who um, does have some physical issues but who has also disappointed you in the past? Um, or do you want a bit of fluff and a bit of fun knowing that it may not last? Okay. And I mean, I can't give you an answer as to which one to choose because it's really up to you. Yeah. But... Um, I can't see Brandon being a long-term prospect either. I can't see it more than... I get a period of 10 around that, so more than I can't see it more than 10 years um, or 10 months. Like, okay. I, don't, I don't see it lasting forever. But okay. I do see that it would be... If you were to go with Brandon, it would break the cycle with Cliff. Okay, uh, Cliff but, and I haven't spoken in probably the last two years. Yeah. It was long distance. I went out mm-hmm. there for two weeks, came home and found out he was fooling around with his ex wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you just look well, if that's the case, go have a bit of fun with Brandon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your mm. I've just had a feeling of... that Cliff's gonna come back around. That's uh, I've been seeing yeah, a lot I, of signs I, regarding yeah. him. Yeah, I I agree with you. I don't I don't see him going away. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's a healthy relationship either. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if if you've got someone else on the scene, and he's a you know a faster, younger racing car than Cliff, mm-hmm. it's going to be it, it's going to be a little bit of a message to Cliff, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Yeah. So. You do what you like, but I think that you deserve better than someone who's cheating and stressing you out and, and you know, he's making his own bed there. Yeah. And it's not going to be a pleasant ride for him because we, when, when we live a negative lifestyle, it begins to impact on our physical self. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and as we get older... It can affect our aging and and our ability to enjoy ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's why it's always good to be somebody who, you know, feels that they walk in truth because in doing so you look after your body and you have a more of a a better lifestyle and you stay young even when you're real old. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I hope that I've helped you there. Okay. Um, Thank you so much, Kat. And- yeah, no worries, and and you you go and enjoy yourself. I will. <laughs> okay. See you, Michelle. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Have a great night now. Good night, dear. Bye bye. Good night. So, do you have any events coming up uh, anytime soon, Cat? Oh yes, I do. I just can't think of them at the top of my head. Actually, um, I'll have to load up my my uh, website to tell you. I'm. What is it? It's the end of Jan- July now. I've got, I've got another. I've got. Uh, yeah, here we are. So I don't have to think about it. <laughs> Terrible. Emma. I don't have much sleep at the moment because the baby's sitting. So Uh-oh. you've got to. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yes, here we are. I'm a guest speaker. 
at the Bribey Island Spiritual Church on the 3rd of, of August. And then I'm on another radio show which comes out of New York um, on the 20, Saturday, 23rd of August. And then I'm the 24th of August, which is a Sunday here in Australia. I'm also another guest speaker at a different spiritual church at Delaney's Creek, which is in the hinterland, Brisbane hinterland. It's a really nice part of the world. So that's what's happening in August for me so far. Cool. Well, it'll keep you busy. Yes. Yes, it will. I'm sure there'll be other things that'll book up. They usually do by the end of this month or the early next month, and I'll have other things that I'm doing. But at that stage, those three things are pretty good. Oh, good. Let's go ahead then. We'll grab another call, and then we'll do some more talking. Okay. Let's go to Washington. Let's bring on Diamond. Hi, Diamond. Hi, Michael. How are you? We're doing great there. How are you tonight? I am well, and hello, Kat. Hi, Diamond. How are you? Good. My question, to, my question tonight is about a love interest. I would like to know if you see anyone coming anytime soon and maybe you can tell me something about him. Okay. Have you been window shopping for love for a while now? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And um, they're showing me, like, you, you dip your toe in and then you go, oh, no, not yet. Does that make sense to you? Well, I'm, I don't think I'm saying that yet. I just haven't found the right one yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Stay away from bars. You won't find the right one there. Um, and are you working? Yes, ma'am. Okay, good. Because I feel that through a social social outings with workmates, you will begin to create friendships with people who are going to tickle your fancy and then there's you sort of be thinking, oh, this one's nice and that one's nice and we'll see where all of this goes and then you, I feel um, you'll kind of boil it down to one friendship you'd really desire to cultivate and that, that guy will be the one. So it's like a process so the more that you get out and about with your workmates and go to functions and and go to places where you guys are just being yourselves mm-hmm. um but around other people also who are in a similar kind of field or and a an industry that works alongside so you know if you're going going to any um uh, seminars or conferences in in Washington, yeah, um, yeah anything like that. Um, okay. Yeah, I I do feel that that is the process that you need to take in order to find somebody who is just right for you. Um, I just had I had a flash in my mind of um, that movie where Ryan Gosling is a womanizer in a bar, mm-hmm. and that's why I thought, oh. <laughs> I don't think you're going to find someone who's a long-term interest there. Um, so, yeah, okay. if you're going out specifically to find a partner in a bar, it's not going to work. But if you go and you just enjoy yourself with your workmates at different functions, at seminars especially, things like that, mm-hmm. then, yes, 
there will be some friendships develop and, and in particular one that really you feel like very much magnetised to continue to be friends with that person and I feel that um, things that will fall into place that you will get to know each other more and more through um, pleasant happenings of where you, you just happen to come across each other at mm-hmm. uh, just happen to uh, go somewhere for work and here they are sort of deal and until yeah you eventually just say right let's go for a coffee okay so yes I think it'll be nice because I do feel like a period of time where there'll be a friendship that will develop and that's the kind of relationship you want anyway you want something that's based on a on a friendship because that's a long-lasting relationship if you were just to meet someone and and shake up real fast, um, mm-hmm. it'll fizz out real fast too. And if you're wanting someone who's a long-term experience, then start with a friendship. So right, it will happen. Great. Just have some patience and, and allow life to unfold, okay? All right. That sounds great. Thank you, Kat. And thank you oh, also, okay, Michael. You're welcome, dear. You have a, have a great night. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. So have the energy's been strange. Well, I know you're pregnant, also they're strange, anyways. But have you noticed <laughs> anything unusual um, about the spiritual energies and all? Um, yeah, last couple of days I have actually. With it's been a bit harder with my work than than it doesn't flow as well as it was. And I thought it was just because I was tired and I had a headache. But if it's it's the, the, the same thing for other people, then yeah, maybe it's well, what's going on with the stars. Is is there an astrological event going on? I'm not sure. Um, you know what's going on with as far as the stars go. I know we just left Mercury retrograde, and things have been crazy from that. Mm. But um, yeah, the energies have been crazy. And for me, over at the center, the energies have been really bizarre um, the past yeah. couple of weeks, and. Uh, it dawned on me that what was keeping everything mellow was two doors down. On one side, we had a gay bar. Two mm-hmm. doors down on the other side, we had a redneck sports uh, sports bar. Well, the gay <laughs> bar just closed two weeks ago. Oh. And since then, the energies at the center have been crazy. So it's like, okay, what the heck's going on here? Well, the spirits have no place to go because the spirits aren't flowing over there. Mm. So, uh, so it's been really strange. So I've got to do a cleansing and a, um, you know, and help them to to cross over or move over because they've mm. been coming over to the center now and just creating all kind of craziness. And, and spirits do they do go to bars. They, they're attracted to places where people congregate because there's more energy and if there's people drowning their sorrows then they're going to be attracted to that too because that, that means that there's a, a person whose aura is less fortified and then they're much easier to control and if there was a, a deceased person who really liked having a few wee drams um, no, they can tap into that aura and, and they can influence that person to have another, have another. And then they feel drunk too because they access the energy that that person's getting. And then there's more raucous and people who would normally be peaceful start getting a little bit rough and tumble and um, often a lot of fights break out in bars not because the people were expecting to be in a fight but because there's a an influential 
spirit who's been having a little bit of a play and a land and, and they, they start laughing at you. See what, you know, watch the show. Create the stir and watch the circus. So, yeah, yeah I think you, that's you, what they're doing over at the center between, yeah. you know, because we do a darkroom uh, mediumship mm. session on Tuesday nights. And yeah. they said the energies all of a sudden have been strange. And then, of course, with all the other psychic readings we do and the meditations we do and everything else, that everyone's like, wow, what the heck's going on? And people are feeling uncomfortable. People are leaving. Mm. And it's like, what's going on? They're like, I don't know. I just need a break. So mm. it just dawned on us tonight. It's like, well, you know, the bar was closed. So those spirits have no place to go. Mm. So we're so close by, you know, between the spirit work we're doing. So they're like, oh, mm-hmm. let's go hang out over there and, and see what we can do. You're also sympathetic, obviously, to homosexuality. So the ones that were, because like, like attracts like. Yeah. So the ones that were earthbound that um, hadn't crossed over to the light that were going to that bar were probably homosexual people in their um, living time. And so they're they're also going to be attracted to that energy too. They're going to go where like attracts like. So, yeah, the best thing you can do is to be compassionate and loving and cross them over. Yeah, and hopefully that'll um, you know re realign the energies to where it's not so crazy mm. anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, last thing you want to do is is have a heap of crazy energy going around when you're trying to do a nice peaceful mediumship session. <laughs> yeah, because you know, like I said, we've got some people leaving the church and they're like, oh, "I'm taking a yeah. sabbatical," and it's like, "What the heck?" All of a sudden, why all of a sudden it's all going crazy? And mm. you know, it was brought to my attention. It's like, well, you know, mm. since this started a couple of weeks ago, that's when the bar closed, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah." Is that when Louis got sick too? Did Louis start uh, getting sicker? Well, yeah, he started getting sicker. Yeah, so that energy might have started to affect him too. Yeah, well, he doesn't. He hasn't gone over to the center, but I may have had something follow me home. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's also intrinsically linked to you, so yeah. he's he's going to feel things that you're feeling. So yeah, so yeah. and I'm like, okay, that makes sense, you know, about the spirits mm-hmm. being around, and uh, now that you know they have no place to go, so especially the ones who are a little mischievous, yeah, uh, yeah, like to cause problems or whatever, they're like, oh, let's go uh-huh. mess with the psychics. Mm. When they just go to the rednecks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. They'll they go pick on some rednecks over there and really create some problems, you know. <laughs> You know, get a redneck over there drunk and saying, well, that guy's looking kind of good. It's like, what the heck's going on with me here? Why am I looking guys all of a sudden? Well, you know, got a mischievous gay spirit there, you know. Oh, that's hilarious. I get to think about all these homophobic rednecks who are starting to feel frightened of themselves. Yeah, and they don't realize that it's a mischievous uh, gay spirit who's like, oh, let's really mess with their heads, you know. Oh, but I could see that happening, especially if there was someone who's quite heavily persecuted, and they have a, they they yeah they're the kind of person who has a a, a funny sense of humour and a bit of a character. That'd be just so tempting to do, wouldn't it? Uh, oh, well, yeah. and then these energies we've been feeling lately, it's like it wouldn't surprise me. We got someone that's gonna do something like that, so it's like, well, you know. Mm-hmm. So I've got to go ahead and do a cleansing and protection and all. Yeah. Uh, uh, when I go there on Thursday, so. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Well, let's go ahead. We'll grab another call, and then we'll take a short little break. Okay. Let's go to Louisiana with Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michael. How are you? Uh, doing wonderful, dear. How can we help you tonight? Um, I was. I am currently out of a job, and I was wondering if cat. Excuse me, if cat sees anything in the very near future. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for Hi. calling in. I'm You're welcome. I feel that in in the short term, I see you doing what uh, you you're quite ho- quite qualified, yeah. Yes. Mm. Um, you just need something to cover you until you get back into the swing of things. And I keep seeing you doing stuff around uh, like a school, and it's just short term. It's just short term, and it just is enough to give you the money you need to just cover the bills. And that's, uh, I, quite frankly, I feel like um, some people around you might say, well, that's menial. That's menial work. Why would you do that? But what you don't gain in money, you would gain in new friendships and alliances with other people and and be, you, it'll open you to new experiences in your, the world just a little bit differently. But it's much easier to get a job when you've got a job. So um can do in your community. So it might be a bit of cleaning or it might be driving the bus or it might be um, holding up the stop sign for the traffic. We call those people lollipop leaves here in Australia. Or, you know, it might be, it might be just something really simple. But... Every job has spiritual service. Every job serves humanity unless it's a self-serving job that has no real purpose. Every job, you know, like I can't like Kim Kardashian's job doesn't really serve humanity. But no. I I feel like your your job that the next one that you take on will and it will open your mind and it will give you an enrichment but it's very short term like more than no more than two or three months at the most in that time I do see you going for several interviews um, because I see you with a compendium in your hand and uh, a suit on uh, with a skirt a skirt suit and so that makes me think that you're going, oh, I'm just getting goose pimples all through my heart then. Yes, so there feel, it feels like three interviews and one of them you get several callbacks and I do feel that, yes, there is a job for you in your field at the end of that time. So you'll, you're good, you're, you've got about another two to three months period without a job in the field that you want to be in but you can in the short term over the next one to two weeks get yourself something that just gets the bills covered and opens your mind to uh, just a little bit new perspective and um, I, I do feel that you're going to meet some interesting people along the way so just be open to a little bit of an adventure because I feel like the world, the universe is holding you back from your new, your regular profession just to give you a little bit something new 
And in the scheme of things in your lifetime, this is just a blip in the road. It's really not going to be a forever situation. I can't see you being three three years down the track and, you know, 400 interviews later and you still haven't got anyone to give you a job. I don't feel that that's the case at all for you. Mm-hmm. I feel you, you're going to walk in the door and it's going to feel right for you and it's going to feel right for them. They still have to go through a certain process, but they're pretty keen on you. So in the meantime, yeah, see what's around in your community and take up a little bit of work that um, – and don't don't worry about what other people say because I do hear a judgmental person saying, that's menial labor, that's menial work. Well, stuff them. If you hear someone say that to you, ignore them because they're not you. They don't have to cover the bills and um, your bills, they have to cover their own and and um, you're going to be doing something that serves humanity anyway. So you're going to get some satisfaction out of it anyway and you're going to make some new friends along the way. Okay, so Michelle, Great. just keep hope because things are going to work out for you in the, in the long run. Great, thank you so much. Okay, good luck. Thank Good you. luck there. Thank you, Michael. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So before we take a short little break, how can everyone find you again for phenomenal reading? You can find me at catedwardsclairvoyant.com. And, of course, cat is spelt with a C. You can also find me, um, my Facebook page is Cat Edwards Spiritual Coach and Mentor. And you can also friend me on Facebook just by putting my name in and just posting friend. Cool. Well, we'll go ahead. We'll take a short little break, and we'll be right back. Okay. Uh, don't forget, everyone, check out our website, BeTheLikeChapel.com. Help us with a donation. Help to keep us on air, growing, and expanding. And while you're at it, too, if you have Roku, check out the website, BeTheLikeSpiritualNetwork.com. Um, check that out. It'll tell you how to go ahead and add the Roku channel. It's a private channel right now, but we are waiting uh, about another week or so, and it should become public because it's in a testing phase, and they, they test out everything on there. So, um, And if you happen to have content, if you have videos you want to share of a spiritual nature, radio shows, anything like that, let me know. We can rebroadcast it for you for a small, very small, um, unreasonably small fee. Um, and if you are, if you want to, if you're a psychic medium, whatever, you're looking for another place or another venue to uh, advertise in, let me know. We have uh, audio, video, and banner advertisements available. They will not uh, not only be on the Roku channel itself, but also on the website. So if you don't have Roku, you can check it all out. It'll be on the website as well, BeTheLightSpiritualNetwork.com. And lots of great changes coming, so stay tuned because I'm going to start selling hemp products. No, not the Mary Jane products, but hemp because it's very good and the oils are wonderful for you, healing alternatives, lots of new and interesting things going on. We'll be right back in just a few moments, everybody. It doesn't matter if you love him. Or capital H I N N N N N. Just put your paws up. Cause you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young. We're all on superstars She rolled my hair with my lipstick on 
in a glass of purple dry There's nothing wrong with loving who you are She said, cause you made you perfect, babe So hold the head up, girl, and you'll go far Just be a queen. Don't be a drag. Just be a queen. Give yourself prudence and love your friends. So we can rejoice the truth. And the vision of the insecure. I must be myself, respect my youth. A different love is not. Whether you're broke or evergreen, your black, white, face, your legend, your Lebanese, your Orient. Whether life disabilities left you outcast for leader tease, rejoice and love yourself today. Cause baby, you were born no that way. No medication of violence, being transgender life. I'm on the right track, baby, I was born to survive. No matter black, white, or facial, So good to have you on the show. Oh, I always can't, love coming on. Can't wait to come on next. 
even though I'm on now. <laughs> yeah. So, ready to take a couple more calls? Yes, please. All righty. Let's go ahead. We're going to bring on Crystal from Texas. Hi, Crystal. Hi. Thank you, Michael and Kat. Thank you for taking my call. How can I so, how can we help you tonight? Um, I wanted to ask a question about um, I have a family situation going on, and I feel like um, my mother's baby sister, I don't know if I can say her name, but um, uh, her, I believe her and her son are not being honest with my mom about needing their help. I think they're trying to um, trick her, you know, um, be, because, uh, you know, her baby sister always had problems around money, and she's not the nicest person. Um, she will, you know, con- she'll make up something. And my mom just runs the rescues. It's like she's under a spell or something. And she, it, she, you know. So I just wanted to know if this situation is going on right now. Her name, if I can say her name, her name is Teresa, and her son is Sean. And um, I wonder if this is what's going on because everyone is angry at, at me saying, because I'm saying don't rescue her. I, I believe it's a setup, you know. Look, um, I've just got my pendulum out to double check because I, I feel that your gut feeling is right. Yeah. And I'm getting a yes with it. And if everybody else doesn't want to believe you, then you have to, unfortunately, let them go. You know, yeah. if they want to lay down with dogs, they're going to get fleas. And if they are in that situation where they still want to lay down with dogs, then mm-hmm. you've got to let them get those fleas. There's not much you can do. They're adults and they are blind to the situation. Uh, but she's time she's she's going to try and screw them over for a bit more money than usual. And time, right. too. I'm also hearing and time. So that she's going to try and get time out of them as well. She's is your mum quite? Yeah, is your mum quite elderly? She's yeah. She, well, she's not elderly. I would. Well, she's sixty-four, and she has a mm. lot of spunk. And um, mm-hmm. I'm her only child. And she mm-hmm. w- she waited till I got out of town because she lives in a different state. And as soon mm-hmm. as I got out of, ta- out of town, I get this phone call saying that you know her son's trying to kill herself, which it wasn't true just to get a response, but I, I felt like it was a whole big orchestrated plan between the both of them. And um, once she got a plane ticket out of my mom, she didn't call at all, once, you know, to say, oh, he's okay or anything. Mm-hmm. And so I began to play a trick on her to get um, to see if she would respond, and um, she did. So I knew then it was conf- confirmed that this is a game and I believe the son is in on it, and, and my mom's attached to the boy, which he's a grown man, but her attachment is to him. Mm. And I just wanted to know, is he in on it, you know, or is he being attacked by his mom again, you know, because she will do anything to anybody for money. Mm. No, yeah, I just heard mother like son. I think you're right. I think your gut feeling is right, and it's well charged too, and you know you know it. But unfortunately, your mother has to go through this lesson. 
but she feels like even though it's her baby sister she she feels um maternal towards her mm-hmm. and and sort of grandmotherly towards the boy who would actually be her nephew mm-hmm. um so she feels all this responsibility towards them, which is probably undue because they are siblings and nephew, not not grandchildren, you know, not daughter and grandchild. So, um, unfortunately, uh, you got to give them enough rope. And I think that if I feel like it's a race. I feel like um, it's a race to expose the game, and if you let her know that you're going, you're trying to expose the game, she's going to close tighter, and she's going to make it hard for you. But if you step back, say, "Radio, I'm going to give you enough rope, and let you hang yourself," then the game, the game's on then, and she will not be as guarded. And she will. I do feel she will slip up, and but it will be to the detriment of your mother. Unfortunately, I I can't I can't see it working out any other way because your mother's blind to it. She's blinded by love, and respect and responsibility. So. Right. I can't get through to her. It's like um, she's doing things for them which she would never do for me, and I'm Mm. very responsible. I don't need anything from her, but it's very hard for me to um, watch it because she'll make a comment, her sister, behind her back and say, when your mom dies, my son is going to get everything and you, but my son, they keep saying it's like they want her to die and Mm -hmm. they want her stuff. And it's making me, you know, crazy. I'm getting, you know, to a point where, you know, hey, I could step up and, 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 and tear the whole thing down because I know yes. she has a warrant for her arrest and I'm mm. a, you know I don't know if I should tip them off and um but I could wreck her world you mm. know and let them know she's back in town but I won't yeah. I just stay back okay well keep that ace card in your pocket and mm-hmm. if you feel that your mother is threatened then you know it's within the law and it is probably your responsibility, lawful mm-hmm. responsibility, to let the police know that she's in town. So I, I would keep that one, that ace in your pocket, and um, I'd be very guarded and watch over your mum. But I'd also be talking to your mum about setting up uh, her enduring power of attorney, um, an advanced healthcare directive, um, and an executor of the will and you know if she says oh you know that's a bit morbid or whatever you just say to no you're 64 now you know, you've probably got another 20 or 30 years in you but let's set it up now and and let's get it the process sorted out but yeah we did get, you did i actually and did that you, like a summer last summer i actually did that last summer are you the executor of her will yes she's married um, and her husband is with her right now um down there with her but yeah. um she she signed everything over to me as far as her own okay. property before she got married you know good and good because that keeps that keeps her protected now you've got that protection there you know that's there so mm-hmm. give this woman enough rope 
and play the ace card when you feel is right. And okay. I, look, I just, when I focus on you, I keep getting terrible butterflies in my stomach. I feel like you're very anxious over this. Yes, and I, I really feel that um, you're divided by family loyalties and that the best thing that you can do is just follow the word of the law and be, um, be like blind justice as far as okay. she goes. All right, because you've got to put your mother's interest first. Okay, yeah. you've got more DNA in common with your mother than you do with your aunt. Exactly, exactly. Right, and that's what it boils down to. Um, unfortunately, you know, blood is thicker than water, but the, the blood between your mother and you is thicker than the, the blood between your, mother, your aunt and you. So you really have to be thinking, right, I'm putting her first, no matter what, and I know that she needs to go through this lesson, but um, I also have to let the aunt expose herself a little bit before I play the X card. Uh, you play it. You, you, I feel you'll know when the time is right. But if you can get any more time off of work at all, you can possibly be around your mother during this time, uh, do it. Otherwise, keep a extremely close contact with her over the, the coming weeks and months. Because oh, I live in Texas and she's in Florida. So that's yeah. what I was thinking. Should I go back to Florida? Mm -hmm. Because she didn't pull us until I got on the road and come back, you know, back to Texas. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, hell broke loose. And I mm -hmm. knew she wanted me out of the way. So um, I guess I have to go back um, because my mom, she's just not able to guard herself. Everybody's allowing her to just do anything. Like whatever she say, they go, okay, even though they know it's bad for her. You know, mm. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, you've got to do what's right for you. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing that you've got to consider. You've got to do what's right for you. And if going back to Florida is extremely detrimental to your financial situation, then mm -hmm. ring your mother every night. So okay. don't don't put yourself in a position where you end up with nowhere to live and nothing to eat. Please yes. don't do oh, that to yeah. yourself. Okay. But but for sure, you you need to be on top of this as you as much as you can. And I really I, I wouldn't be badgering at your mother too much about it either, because that will just make her shut down. So let her right. bring it up, or just see, you know, in casual conversation, drop mm -hmm. little hints about wanting to know things or get information from other people who are close at hand to your mother and okay. um yeah you you know how you know yes. how okay yes. let this woman expose herself her soft little underbelly because she'll she'll do it and then go in for the jugular with your ace card i feel that that's the way to get it sorted out once and for all and your mother will see her for what she is okay Thank you so okay. much. Bless you. All right, Bless you. Bless you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good night, Crystal. Good night, Michael. Thank you. So we've got time. I think we should be able, we'll be able to grab Jillian from Maine. Hi, Jillian. Hi. How are you? We're doing great there. How are you tonight? I'm doing all right. So how can Kat help you? Um, I just want to know what was in my immediate life path. Okay. 
How old are you, Jillian? I'm 20. I just turned 20 in June. Okay. Are you working just now? No. Okay. Well, there's a job coming for you. Um, I feel like it's only part-time work, um, and it's not a forever job. It's an in-the-meantime job. Um, have you not decided what you want to do with yourself? No, not really. Yeah, okay. Um, I also feel like you're going out, like you're going to festivals or you're going to um, different events over the next... Like, it's. I keep hearing it as... Um, Sorry, there's a big truck that went by then. I I keep hearing it as the coming season. So, like, there's a coming season of events that you'll be going to. And that you just have to be careful about people tricking you. So, be on your guard with people who have tricks. Um, like, they might trick you out of money or they might trick you out of... It's You've got a really good heart and you've got goodwill and um, good-hearted good people in the beginning of their lives tend to end up becoming a little bit um, hurt because people can, can trick you. Yeah. Um, do, I feel like you need to go into human services, like a humanitarian field. What's your, uh, what's your date of birth? Um, six twenty one ninety four. So I'm gonna do some quick calculations here. Three, nine, ten, eighteen, twenty seven, thirty, thirty one, four. Okay. Um, you also need to be in an excel, uh, a career where you're expressing yourself. You need to have self expression as part of your path in life. Yeah. Um, so when when you do begin to work, um, you're you're going to have to look at keeping your mouth shut unless you're you have something that you know will be well accepted. Um, yeah. Just in the short term, with the the work that you've got, because you really tend to want to express yourself. You're an independent person, quite proud, and you you fight for what you believe in. Yeah. But you, yeah, but you you have you also have a very competitive side. But you have to watch out for being a little bit scattered. So you you've got lessons in your life that are coming about being organised and directing your your actions efficiently, and all of that will begin to happen for you. Um, you you can be rewarded through business. Um, and you can com accomplish a lot in, through business. So I think that if you were to look at um, a human services job in business, that that would be something that would really serve you in your life. So um, like I said, it's all about self-expression as well. So like... Um, even events management might be right up your alley. That's a bit business and it's a bit self-expression. And you, you're serving humanity through putting on the distraction of entertainment. <laughs> and people need it. Humanity needs to be entertained. Otherwise, we're just too, too serious. Okay, so think about something like that. But you have a real generous heart and... 
um, you have a very positive attitude and that will help you get over a lot of difficulties in your life. Um, and I do feel if you keep yourself positive, then you'll see obstacles in, as an opportunity to improve yourself. So just watch out for being disorganized because if you get disorganized, life will become a, a, a struggle and you'll find that you'll get... Um, disputes and difficulties and you'll actually find yourself in poverty so and you'll also Ooh. become really quite nervous and highly strung and you'll have a, pro a lot of problems in being harmonious with others and you as you get older rash behavior could lead to legal problems so I would be very careful about trying to always be a positive person you've got a, the kind of life lesson that can really, really work for you or really work against you. So yeah. it's, it's really, and it boils down to organization. It really boils down to being organized. Okay? Yeah. So um, go out and have a bit of fun and have a job packing supermarket shelves or, you know, grocery bags or something like that that just pays you way for a bit so that you can get the next festival ticket and just go and enjoy being young all right and yeah, exactly. really over the next over the next year start getting yourself sorted out and and get yourself um a career path and go to school but yeah look at something like events management um pr so that would be like a bachelor bachelor of communication Something where you're expressing yourself, but you're yeah. doing it in service of, to humanity. And I feel like the entertainment industry, in one way or another, is the way to go for you. So becoming a talent agent um, or working as an entertainment lawyer, even, if that's something that you'd like, because you can certainly express yourself as a lawyer in the courts. Have, have oh, a think wow. about it. Yeah, have a think about it. You've got the brains. You just have to be organized. Okay. Yeah, no, that definitely is true. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, good luck, Julian. I just have one quick you. question. Mm -hmm. Um, I, well, I I know I already asked for. It. Um, it'll go by fast. I'm pretty quick with this stuff. Um, I don't, I don't know how to put it really, but um, obviously you want to follow your own intuition, know your own body or whatever. I obviously know that you can't answer me for this, but do you see any children in my future at all, or like anything like in my, you know? Yes, like yes, I do. You want children now? I would be happy with it, but I'm positive that I am, but I've taken six urine tests and they all come out negative, and my doctor's telling me I'm not pregnant and will not give me blood work. Okay, I've had well, no period for two months. Okay, well, you might, have, you might have some gynecological issue, and I would encourage you to go and seek... Uh, another medical opinion and go and see a gynecologist okay yeah. because the the contraceptive pill can cause you to skip periods as well um, so I, go, don't take, go I, haven't, I don't take birth control or anything okay well go go and seek some another medical opinion there I do okay. see children for you in your future, but having had experience of having a um, falling pregnant at twenty, I don't recommend it yeah. Not in this day and age. Get a get a degree and a career behind you, and, and then have have your baby in your late twenties, early thirties. Okay, yeah, no, and you go on maternity leave, and and you get money while you're while you're off, and then you go back to work, and you you can continue on your life with money in your life. It's much easier than being a single parent or a 
a parent who is only living in a, a house with one income or something like that. It's too much of a yeah, struggle. Exactly. Okay. okay, so thank you. go see a gynecologist and get a, another medical opinion. Okay. Okay, good thank luck. Thank you. Good night, dear. Yeah, it's interesting, too, when Lou was in the hospital, they have um, the baby ward. The baby area is on the same floor. And every time a baby's born, they play uh, lullaby music. Oh, that's nice. So one day it was just, it was constantly going off. I said, wow, they're having a baby boom. And the nurses were laughing. It's like, yeah, it seems that way. It's like, it would no sooner get done. And here it goes again. And then all of a sudden it went on again. It's like, wow. It's like, we know what everybody was doing nine months ago. Yeah. That was a hell of a lot of tired women that afternoon. Oh, yeah. But it's cute, though. You know, you hear that, and it's like, oh, here comes yeah. another one. And it's magical um, to hear a baby being born because you know she's she's really working it. And then you hear the first cry, and it's just it's just magical. It really is. Yeah, so that would have been wonderful. Yeah. I think we've got time. Let's grab one more quick one. She's been patiently waiting. Let's bring on Lexi okay. from New York City. Hey, Lexi. Hello. How's it going? Doing great there. How can uh, Kat help you tonight? Um, Just a quick question about relationships, really. Okay, what do you want to know about your relationship? Uh, I just met someone last week and I think we hit it off. We met up mm-hmm. for the second time over the weekend. So if anything you pick up it's cool. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see. So you hoping for a long term relationship now? Um I mean at the end of the day I would really like one but I don't want to just settle for anyone, you know? Yeah, I understand that. Well, I, it's healthy that you say that because um, I feel a bit guarded about this as a long-term prospect. Um, I don't want to destroy your enjoyment of this relationship by saying too much because that is not. I don't feel that that's right. I feel that this guy is perfect for you in the here and now. And that's really what matters. Um, relationships are our biggest teacher. And I I feel, I just heard, it's no joke. So, it's no joke that relationships are our biggest teacher. Um, but you, you'll find out soon enough whether or not you're going to go forward. I, and I feel like there's a bit of a holiday away for you guys and that this is that's when you're really going to know. So um, guard, be guarded in your heart but enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. You deserve to have a fling and a bit of a love affair. It's really nice. Um, but I think that you need to write down exactly what it is you want in a partner so mm-hmm. that you're very clear in your mind about what you will and won't accept in your life and don't necessarily put a name to that. 
just write down exactly what you want. You want them to have a healthy heart and a healthy mind and a nice family who like you and, you know, you want them to have a good income and um, you want them maybe to own their own home or whatever it is that you want, um, nice kisser, you know, all of that sort of stuff. Get Get that all down. But I do feel a reservation around this being a long-term relationship. But I do see it as being perfect for you in the here and now and that you should enjoy yourself. Yeah. Okay? And do, you, and do you think that, you know, he's interested to get to know me even further or I don't yes, even know? I do. Yes, I do feel that he is interested in getting to know you. Okay. I just, I, I hear things like, Guides keep saying things like stand up for what you believe in, um, and then and then I hear them say, um, don't settle for second best, not even if you feel obliged to. And, and I'm also hearing, I'm hearing your guides say, um, be on guard for anything that suggests that this isn't going to work out the way he says it will. So. It's uh, it's like this is a little test to see if you are open to um, being true to yourself. Yeah. And if he's if he's right for you, he'll pass. He'll pass all the tests. Okay, but if he's not right for you, then you'll 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 see. You've just got to listen to your heart. Don't feel loyalty and and obligation to any potential love interest. Okay. okay. Not not in the beginning, not when you need to really guard yourself and also make sure that it aligns that person aligns up with your values because if you don't have values in common, it's not going to be very good. Yeah, no, absolutely. Right? I totally agree with you. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. it's just it's just weird because I don't know if I'm skeptical from like past relationships, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, Oh, I'm really I feel really guarded. But. Yeah, well, that's such a bad thing, you know. Like being guarded and being and standing up for yourself is really good because, um, and I'm talking in hypothetical terms because I really don't want to label this guy with anything or make you start thinking that he's something he isn't. But so hypothetically, if you were to go out with a guy who was really, really handsome and really friendly and um, really seemed like he was into you, but then he started wanting to control what you were, what you would wear. Then you know yeah. that that's a misogynist, and they're oh. a, um, oh, yeah. you know, they're a predator, and they're they're putting on they're putting on a face for you to, so that they can entrap you. Um, so you one thing. you be aware. Yep. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, trust me. Like, I don't think any guy's, you know, gonna have an. I won't have an issue telling a guy to f off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, uh-huh. good. that's good. But my last question is: Is he sincere? Yes. Cool. That's all I wanted to know. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I just got a yes very fast after you asked that question. So yes, I do believe he is in, he is sincere, um, and I think that he's perfect for you in the here and now. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. I think you should just go and have some fun. <laughs> I sure will. <laughs> okay. Good night, Lexi. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, Kat, it's been so much fun having you on the show again tonight. Yeah, I've loved it. Thanks so much for having me. So hopefully we'll uh, be able to have you back on again real soon. Yep, that sounds good. And I don't think you'll be able to surprise me then, though. 
No, well, you surprised me first. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a good, it's a good surprise. Like, no, no, it's not going to happen. Damn it. That Michael, he knew. <laughs> <laughs> well, my dear, you have yourself a beautiful day because I know it's early afternoon for you. Yes, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon now. Well, you have a beautiful one. Um, hugs to everybody, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. And real quick, how can everyone reach you? You can catch me at catedwardsclairvoyant.com, cats with a C. Um, you can friend me on Facebook at Cat Edwards, and um, my, come and like my page, which is Cat Edwards Spiritual Coach and Mentor. Cool. Well, you have yourself a beautiful day, my dear, and I'll talk to you again real soon. Okay. Lots of love and uh, big hugs to Louie. I'm so glad he's feeling better. Thank you, dear. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Don't forget, everybody, you can check out our website, too, BeTheLikeChapel.com. Help us with the donation. Helps keep us on air, growing, and expanding. And check out our Roku channel. You can get more information by going to uh, BeTheLikeSpiritualNetwork.com. And uh, check that all out. And stay tuned. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all that other fun places that I think, because I'm starting to sell hemp. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Anyways, until tomorrow night, everyone, have fun, be good, and know that you are loved, because Kat loves you, Arlene loves you, God loves you, and so do I. Good night, everybody.